Any information or advice discussed on this podcast is general in nature and does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation, or needs. It's recommended that you consult appropriate licensed professionals who can tailor specific advice for you. Welcome to Real Property, the podcast where we peel back the layers of the market and get to the heart of what's moving and shaking in the world of Australian real estate. Whether you're a first home buyer, a seasoned investor, or somewhere in between, keep listening because we've got a packed episode today. Is it a buyer's market yet? That's the million dollar question, or should we say multi-million dollar question. We'll be diving deep into Sydney and Melbourne's market dynamics to see if buyers really do have the upper hand now, or if we're still riding the the seesaw of supply and demand. Get ready as we break down the latest clearance rates and what they're telling us about the health of the market. It's been a whirlwind start to the year and we're here to make sense of it all. Are we seeing the early birds catching the worm or is the competition so fiery that it's sending prices skyward? This is Real Property and today's episode starts now. It seems like the roller coaster of the Australian housing market is on an upward climb, but not without some interesting twists and turns. We'll analyse the regions that are bucking the trend and those that are taking a bit of a back seat. We also can't ignore that gnawing issue, rising rent prices. How are these increases affecting the market and what does this mean for renters who are feeling the pinch? I mean, it's great if you're an investor with rental properties, but for the average Joe, it's getting much tougher. And let's not forget about about the charm of the regions. With so many people buzzing about lifestyle changes post-COVID, we'll take a closer peek at the driving forces behind regional property growth. Are those quaint countryside towns and idyllic coastal villages just holiday spots, or are they becoming the hot new suburbs of tomorrow? We're diving headfirst into the swirling waters of the property markets of Sydney and Melbourne. It's like the Wild West out there, but instead of saloons and shootouts, we've got auctions and clearance rates. Let's start with Sydney. That city has always been a bit of a show-off when it comes to property. You've got more listings hanging around than a year ago, which sounds like a dream come true for buyers looking for more options. But hold your bids, because even though supply is up, the demand isn't taking a back seat. Instead, it's picked up the pace like a marathon run who's just spotted the finish line. The buzz is that auction markets are flexing their muscles with a strong start this year. Tim Lawless, the research director over at CoreLogic, points out that while listings have increased, especially in Melbourne, the insatiable hunger to snap up a property hasn't wavered. If anything, it's more like a bidding buffet with lots of interested hands raising those paddles. But are we tipping our hats to a buyer's market, maybe in Melbourne, where you can feel the balance tipping in your favour with prices showing a little bit of a shy downturn. Now, what about those auction clearance rates? They're like the beating heart of the market giving us the real-time rhythm of buyer activity. Apparently, Sydney and Melbourne saw their rates dip their toes in a cold pool late last year, but have since jumped right back into the hot tub with clearance rates rising in February. Sydney hit a preliminary clearance rate of 73.8% and Melbourne reached 67.4%. Now, these rates are like the mood rings of the property market and anything above that 60% mark is signalling we're still in a seller's zone. It seems expectations of stable or falling interest rates have got buyers moving faster than a kangaroo spotting a watering hole. 
Narita Connorsby, Ray White's chief economist, is placing her bets on a strong housing market, nudging more sellers into the ring, with the auction action heating up more than a summer barbie. Ray White's seeing a hive of activity, with more hopeful homeowners touring properties like it's a Sunday afternoon gallery stroll. So does a strong start to the season mean we're in for a year of buyer euphoria? Lawless is tapping the brakes on that optimism. Sure, there's a bit of exuberance as buyers might be speculating on an RBA rate cut, given the latest low inflation numbers. But the property crystal ball remains hazy. Are we seeing a seasonal sparkle or is it the start of a steady trend? One thing's for sure, competition is still fiercer than a reality TV cooking show in certain pockets of Sydney. St. George Bank's chief economist, Basadita, tosses a bit of salt into the optimistic stew, saying that while buyers might have more to choose from, the heat in high demand areas hasn't simmered down. And as for the shiny renovated homes in sought after spots, while everyone loves a bit of sparkle, CoreLogic's data suggests that as we rang in the new year, the middle and lower end of the market started to show more staying power. In real estate, timing is everything. But whether you find yourself in a buyer's market feast or a Sellers market famine in these urban jungles. One thing is clear, keeping an eagle eye on market trends and auction results could just be your ticket to property success. So stay tuned and stay nimble because this game is all about the next move and rest assured we'll be here every step of the way, giving you the lowdown and the know-how on everything Australian property. This next segment is where the rubber meets the road, or should I say where the property ladder meets your wallet. For the 12th month in a row, we've seen values rise, nudging up by a solid 0.4%. Now, that might not sound like a whole lot, but on the grand scale of the housing market, it's like watching a determined climber making steady progress up the mountain. And as if those climbing home values weren't making enough headlines, renters aren't catching a break either. You might want to sit down for this next bit. The National Rental Index has recorded its biggest monthly rise since last April. Rents climbed a hefty 0.8% in January. That means for a lot of people, the cost of sticking a roof over their heads is getting pricier by the minute. Now, some of you city dwellers out there might have noticed a slight twitch in your property spidey senses, and you wouldn't be wrong. Because while we're seeing this overall rise, it's like a choose-your-own-adventure story depending on where you live. Three of our capital cities actually recorded a dip in value over January. Melbourne saw a 0.1% decline, Hobart got a 0.7% haircut, and Canberra slipped by 0.2%, which is quite the mixed bag. For those living the high life out west, Perth is leading the capital city pack with a 1.6% value increase in January. That's like financial sunshine for those who've invested in the western capital. Who wouldn't mind seeing their investment grow by 16 over the past 12 months, especially considering how in comparison to other capitals, you're still getting more bang for your buck in Perth. But let's chat houses versus units. It's like a tale of two cities or, well, housing types. House values in the cities are pulling away from unit values like they're trying to break a world record with the gap now at the widest it's ever been, a staggering 45.2%. And here's the kicker. While detached homes saw a value jump by half a percent in January, that's tacking on roughly $4,800 to the median house value, 
units were the tortoises to the hares, growing by just 0.1% or around $900. It's not just the big cities making waves, though. Regional markets are strutting their stuff with a value growth trend that's outshining the capital cities. The combined regional index rose by 1.2% over the past quarter. That's a hair slicker than the 1% growth seen across the combined capitals index. Despite house prices reaching for the sky and many of us facing the two-minute noodle end of month, the number of home sales has stayed resilient, sitting pretty above the average over the past three months. It seems like even affordability concerns can't put the brakes on the Australian dream of owning a home. And to all you landlords out there, give your tenant a kind nod as Perth is dictating the terms for rental growth as well, especially if you own units. They've seen a 3.7% rise in rent over the past three months. It's like the Wild West all over again, but with property investments instead of gold rushes. But before you pack your bags in January for a holiday, hang on. It's also an accelerating time for rent growth. It's becoming a sort of annual tradition to see rent spike in the first quarter. So don't say I didn't warn you. Substantial changes in property values and the rising cost of renting can certainly put a strain on that beloved work-life balance. But it seems Aussies are holding on tight to the wheel and steering through it with a kind of resilience that deserves a nod. John McGrath, a keen observer of real estate trends, points to two main drivers for this growth. On one end of the spectrum, there's the baby boomer generation, our beloved empty nesters who are swapping city life for premium houses and top-notch apartments in idyllic seaside and tree-lined settings for their golden years. They're cashing in on urban properties and directing their substantial budgets towards fulfilling retirement dreams by the coast or in the countryside. On the other end, we have young families who find themselves untethered from the office desk embarking on a quest for affordability and quality of life. Many are venturing into regional areas within a bearable commute to the city, think a 90-minute drive, which opens up a new world of possibilities. They get to tailor their work-life balance while still keeping the door to the city slightly ajar. Areas that once whispered their charm are now in the spotlight, with coastal towns like the Gold Coast being the star-studded performers. And with prices hiking up, families on tighter budgets spread their wings a little wider, searching within a 30-minute radius. This ripple effect is prompting price growth in surrounding locales too. It's not just lifestyle enthusiasts bolstering this market. Savvy investors with an eye for growth and yields are starting to cast their nets wider. It's not uncommon to see those from the east casting their gaze towards Perth or regional Western Australia, where better rental yields beckon after a decade of cooling prices. And let's not forget about Queensland. Brisbane and its surrounding regions are beacons for long-term investors due to their appealing affordability. So what's the upshot for regional values? They've already soared true, but the engines for growth are just warming up. We're ushering in an era where remote working is entrenched in our new normal. Baby boomers are embarking on retirement and investors are looking beyond their backyards. This trend is not just a fleeting moment in real estate, it's a seismic shift laying the groundwork for regional markets to potentially outshine their metropolitan cousins over the next decade. As we wrap up, remember, these insights are not just about the bricks and mortar. They're about the dreams and lifestyles that come with them. Will the regional property market continue its ascent? Time will tell, but the foundations for growth are as strong as the communities that stand to benefit from this transformative age in real estate. 
That brings us to the end of our first episode. Thank you for listening this far, and don't forget to follow and subscribe to get the latest episodes as soon as they drop. Keep listening to Real Property for the insights that might just give you the edge in your property pursuits. I'll catch you next week.